All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. What do we got on the list today? Some of the stuff I wanted to chat about. Oh, okay, cool. I thought I had talked about this, but it looks like I didn't. Um, like three weeks ago, basically this whole fucking winter, the Pacific Ocean has been pumping swell every fucking day. It seems like every time I get on Surfline, it's just been firing. And here I am sitting in goddamn Vail, Colorado and Denver, and there's like no fucking snow and it's 10 degrees out. So I'm a little bit bummed, um, but I just got my ears drilled out, which um, is a little surgery to keep me from getting earaches. Uh, I haven't really surfed in the last two years because I've, one, moved to Denver, but two, even before that, I was getting massive earaches beforehand, and it just was a pain in the butt. I just didn't even want to be in the water, um, and I told, like I said, no to a couple surf trips just because of those earaches. But anyways, this uh, so the Pacific Ocean's just been fucking pumping, like probably... If it continues, it's going to be one of the best winters ever. Um, and I fucking missed it. But they're on Surfline. They have this um, podcast called The Late Drop. And it's by Jamie Mitchell, who's this Aussie guy who's fucking charger. Um, been, a lot, been around in the big wave space for a long time. And I had never really listened to an episode because they were kind of cool. It was like him interviewing one-on-one with other um, big wave guys. But it seemed interesting but i didn't really tune in until like three weeks ago they had this uh this mav swell hit that was fucking perfect just absolute as big as it could be where it's breaking on this like outer outer reef at mavs and allowing these kind of chip-ins to the waves where guys are basically kind of there's like two waves in, in a little way on the face and they can kind of chip in on this like smaller five foot eight foot wave on the top of the face and then they just take this fucking speed run down this like 30 foot face and be making these big old bottom turns and that doesn't usually happen because it needs a specific kind of size of swell and direction and they both really lined up and so it was a really special day and the surfline podcast late drop has this whole recap episode on it where they basically got together the guys that were in the lineup um that were kind of like top performers of the day whatever you want to call it um kai lenny peter mel grant twiggy baker um and they all just chatted it up about like the whole day and all the things that happened and 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 what they were thinking like what the charts were showing before how they kept getting better and like all these different little like tricks that they use to kind of like track swells and um and just perform and it was really really good and cool and highly recommend it um one of the funny funny stories from that fucking podcast is kai lenny's uh, big on Taco Bell, <laughs> which sounds fucking insane, but literally Kylan is basically like the, he, he's, he's leading the charge in the big wave world. Hands down. No one's even fucking close. Like no one is even fucking close. This guy's absolute, the next God of the big wave world, period. And his whole deal when he's out there is he fucking eats bean and cheese burritos. <laughs> And he eats the fucking bean and cheese burritos. Those are his fuel. He loves it. He's not even sponsored by Taco Bell. They're blowing it. But he fucking... um, So he goes to Taco Bell at like 4 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning in the Bay Area. And he's with his buddies. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to buy 30 bean and cheese. And they're like, no, what are you doing, dude? That's a waste. Like, just buy 20. 
And he was like, no, man, like every, I, I, what's the difference? Like, it's only five fucking bucks. Like I might as well buy 30. And so he ends up buying 20 and he listens to his buddies. And the thing about Kai is he's like super prepared. Like that's what he's known for is like everything's dialed wherever he goes. So he's like 30 bean and cheese, like no problem. Like I'll make it through the day with 30 bean and cheese. And so he was talking about like, they were like, did anybody have any like qualms, like anything that went wrong that day? And he was like, I had, yeah, I had one thing that went wrong. And he's telling the story and he's like, and like got back to my boat at like 2, 2 p.m. in the afternoon to like eat my Taco Bell. And every, there was only one fucking bean and cheese left. <laughs> He's like, I'm never listening to anybody around how many bean and cheeses I should uh, get again. So I thought that story was pretty fucking funny. And those are like the behind the scenes things that are so good and sick to do. A cool business idea would be like, how rad would it be if like, so next weekend or this weekend, I don't even fucking watch football. I don't even really give a fuck. But my um, fiance's brother, uh, is living underneath us. Massive football guy. Knows every fucking stat you could ever imagine. He's just got it fucking dialed. But how sick would it be if there was a fucking podcast after next weekend, which is the AFC and the NFC championship game, where like fucking Tom Brady and another fucking football player and another fucking football player all sit down and they fucking chop it up about the game. Like that's what this would be like. Um, it's just so fascinating and interesting. I think that would be a killer business idea for any sports sports world. What could also be fucking cool is if someone started doing this for college sports, especially in California, college kids are getting new. They're about to basically be able to monetize their name um, and like basically their, their own like personal intellectual property. I don't know what it would be called, but they're basically going to be able to start making money and it would be pretty fucking cool if someone did this with like college sports or something like that too just like game recaps from the people that are inside it all right what else is on the fucking list <clears throat> um okay cool so if you haven't watched the social dilemma yet you should fucking watch that movie it is unbelievably good and amazingly eye-opening i think it's probably one of the most important things for people to watch who are alive right now and we'll be living through the next decade um it's basically about how the inner workings of these massive social media companies facebook instagram twitter how they have tapped so deeply into our human psychology that they've basically like taken taken full control of it to where like we don't even fucking notice it anymore, but we're just uh, itching to fucking pick up the phone and like, oh, did I get any texts? Like, oh, this hot babe liked my fucking photo. Oh, look, she tagged me in the photo. All that kind of shit. They just want you to fucking pick up your phone. And like they, they were talking in the movie about how like they, they tell you like your phone's a tool, but they were talking about how like, well, what a tool is, is something that sits around and waits for you to need it. And when you need it, you just go pick it up, you fucking use it, you put it back down and now it waits for the next time you fucking need it. But with your phone, it's not a fucking tool because with your phone, you're feeling this pull to go and fucking gotta check it. Who said something cool? Oh my God, this thing happened. Wow. And you're getting all these massive dopamine hits. And they did this really cool thing behind the scenes where they had these like three guys. Basically, they were like, 
this is what's happening. And this is basically exactly what's happening behind like the algorithm of these social media sites. They basically had these three dudes and they looked like they were behind these like massive kind of like uh, Star Wars or uh, like type of computers, like tons of buttons and shit. <laughs> and they, they had this kid and this kid's like 16, 17 years old. It's just, it was like, oh my God. It's, it's sometimes it was heartbreaking um, to watch, but they were like, oh, like little, like Jimmy, Jimmy like uh, hasn't checked his phone in the last 35 hours. Like, oh, just send him a little push notification. That should work. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put one up. Boom, and they hit the button and wham, the fucking <laughs> notification hits his phone. He's sitting in class and he see, like, the thing buzzes and he just picks it up and he fucking looks at it. He gets his little dopamine hit, like a little smile comes on his face and he puts his phone down. Oh my God. And then they're like, they're like, they go through this thing where like he, it's like basically the dudes behind the scenes are like, oh, like Jimmy usually checks his phone like right after he eats dinner. I wonder what's going on. Why is he not checking his phone? And then it's like two days go by and he hasn't checked his phone. It's like a little bit of a story. The whole thing's a documentary. Um, but he's like, two days haven't, go they've gone by. Like Jimmy hasn't checked his phone. Like what's going on? Oh my God, I'm getting so sad. Like what do, what do we got to do here? And they're like serving up all these fucking like, um tagged like oh like let's have the cute girl who sits in front of him in class like tag him in a photo <laughs> and then and then they fucking do that and they're like oh like why didn't i can't believe that didn't work and then it's like six days go by and they're like okay like we really need to we really need to get jimmy back on the fucking phone what do we fucking do oh okay i know what we're gonna do we're gonna fucking put uh they're like oh okay we're going back oh oh i see this history here is it must be his ex-girlfriend <laughs> and it's like it's like oh yeah he, he's like commented on all of her posts and liked all of her posts up until like eight months ago and now she's taking photos with another guy oh my god okay let's let's send him a notification that she posted two new photos with the new guy oh yeah and they're like behind the scenes like high-fiving and they're like yeah that's gonna get him like oh great idea perfect and then they fucking send this send the fucking notification to his phone and he's like been going through this thing of like not wanting to check his phone and he picks it up and he's like he's like oh fuck and then he goes and he fucking opens it and they're like yeah and they're like popping fucking bottles of champagne and shit they're all stoked um and they got him to pick it up but like to whatever extent that's what's fucking going on behind the scenes with these apps and it's so fucking important to watch right now especially with the, the whole thing that happened at the Capitol a week ago. And like at the end of this fucking movie, they're asking them like, what's gonna happen if we keep going down this road? And one of the motherfuckers who like, they're talking to people that like created this shit. And one of those people is like civil war, period. That's like, doesn't even stop. He goes, just goes civil war. And then stares you dead in the fucking camera. And you're like, oh my fucking God. And the thing was created like t 12 months ago. Like it, it's so heavy. And a lot of those guys that, that are, they talk with, um, who kind of like pioneered these really deep rooted, like growth hacks, they don't even let their fucking kids get on social media. <laughs> they're, they're basically like, this is like, fucked. you should not be on here. So, um, yeah, it's just like, it's fucking really, really good. It's really, really important. Uh, if you have younger siblings, cousins, um, even adults now that are like fucking on the antiquated Facebook shit, just pass it to them or send it in a group thread and like 
I, I really believe that this is an important thing for a lot of people to watch. So um, get it out there. Uh, after I watched it, I fucking fully deleted my Instagram and fully deleted my Facebook. Like totally blown up. Not just deactivated where it's sitting dormant. And those little dudes are in the back like, oh, Rylan like loves the Mav Swell. Like, oh my God, Surfline said it was the Mav Swell of the fucking decade. Like send it to him. <laughs> okay, let's go. And they fucking email it to me in an email notification. I fucking reactivate. No, man. Those motherfuckers are dead. So, <laughs> anyways, social dilemma, pass it on. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah.